spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A remarkable catch by well, Mookie Betts. For Taylor, who makes a diving catch. And I even need to you got this right here. Put the work in. Put the work in. Five all the left and deep. And This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your pregame look at the L.A. Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA Health. Keeping you on top of your game. Children's Hospital L.A. From colds to cancer. We got this. The second eye-popping play. Wow. WSS. For all your footwear needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers. Shakey's Pizza. Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today. And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. How do you not love him? Tim Cates. Hi, everybody, and welcome in to Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Hope you are well on this Friday night as the storm is a brewing. Hope you're well. The Dodgers, 94 and 42 on this season. They're doing well. Best record in baseball. First place atop the NL West. The magic number to clinch the division is at six. The Dodgers now hit the road for a nine-game West Coast road trip. First stop, San Diego in a three-game weekend series against the Padres. Dustin May gets the start tonight for the Blue. Mike Clevenger and his long hair will go for the Padres. First pitch from Petco Park in San Diego is set for 640. Coming up over the next hour here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts, get his pregame thought. We'll preview this pitching matchup in 30 minutes. Your chance to play the Six Flags most thrilling play of the game contest in 45 minutes. David Vasse goes one-on-one with Justin Turner. We'll hear from Max Munty coming up and in just a few minutes. We'll send it out to Charlie Steiner and Rick Monday out in the booth in San Diego. The Dodgers were off yesterday. Before that, on Wednesday at Dodger Stadium, they finished off the Giants as Kershaw was good and the Bats were as hot as the weather. 100 degrees on the field at Dodger Stadium on Wednesday. Clayton Kershaw got the start. The future Hall of Famer, well, he pitched well. Six solid innings, gave up just two runs on five hits, eight punch-outs. The only mistake that Kershaw made was giving up a two-run home run to David Villar in the top of the fifth as the Giants took a 2-0 lead. However... In the bottom of the inning, the Dodgers got something going against Giants starter Alex Cobb. Freddie Freeman, a leadoff single. Max Muncy then bunted. Yeah, he bunted against the shift down the third baseline for an infield single. That brought up Justin Turner. Giants 2 to nothing. Dodgers hitting in the bottom of the fifth. Nobody out. Turner with a high fly ball to center field. Princeton going back, back, back at the wall. Leaps, and it is... Gone, a home run. Justin Turner, a three-run home run. And the Dodgers lead it three to two. Turner's 11th home run of the season, and he continues to be every bit as hot as the weather. Red turn two, Justin Turner with the three-run home run. Dodgers a 3-2 lead. Clayton Kershaw left the game after six innings. He left with the lead, however... And the top of the seventh, Justin Brule gave up a solo home run to David Villar. That tied the game at three, so Clayton Kershaw no longer factoring in the decision. The game was tied until the bottom of the eighth. Austin Barnes, a leadoff single. Two batters later, Trey Turner. Three balls, two strikes, one out, 3-3 tie, bottom of the eighth. Turner drills one to left, 
Going back is Peterson. It's over his head. It's one hop off the wall. In to score is Barnes. Turner delivers, and the Dodgers take a 4-3 lead. Oh, that ball was hit hard. It had some backspin, and it just took off. Yeah, Jock Peterson was confused in left field. Trey Turner standing at second with a double. That gave the Dodgers a 4-3 lead. RBI number 91 for Trey, and the Dodgers, they weren't done. After Freddie Freeman walked, two on, one out for Max Muncy. The 1-1. Mattel set. And a shot to right. It's well hit. Yastrzemski to the wall, and it is gone, a home run. Max Muncy is back, all the way back. A three-run shot. Oh, Max Muncy getting hot just in the nick of time for the Dodgers. Two home runs and a double yesterday. Three hits and a home run today. Three-run home run for Max Muncy. Those insurance runs were big. Alex Vesey came in to close that out on the top of the ninth. Despite a leadoff walk, he struck out a pair. Game over. Dodgers beat the Giants 7-3. Evan Phillips gets the win and relief of Clayton Kershaw, who left the game with the lead but got a no decision for his effort. Dodgers take 2-3 from San Francisco with a win. They improved to 94-42. and The magic number we mentioned is down to 6. They clinch the NL West. Tonight, the start of a three-game series in rainy San Diego. Dustin May on the mound. First pitch coming up at 6:40. And with more, let's head out to Petco Park as we say hello to Rick Monday and Charlie Steiner, guys. Tim, it's been raining on and off through the day here in San Diego. It has stopped as we come to you now. First pitch, 640. We expect the game to start on time. That's not to say we won't see pockets of rain through the evening. The expectation is we should be able to get through this game. The Dodgers have 26 games remaining, 25 days left in the schedule. And the next nine games are on the road, beginning with three here in San Diego, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in Arizona, Thursday an off day, next weekend with the Giants in San Francisco. The magic number is six, and so it's only a matter of time, Mo, before the Dodgers clinch their ninth division title in the last ten years. And in the meantime, the Dodgers, a couple of guys that are a little banged up. Gavin Lux still not in the starting lineup. He's missed six games prior May not play until the ball club gets into San Francisco. And Max Muncy, left knee has been a little problematic with buildup of fluid. He had a cortisone injection on his left knee. That was on Wednesday. May possibly play on Sunday. There's no urgency on that end of it. But if the Dodgers are looking to uh, kind of close things out, this would be a very good series indeed to do it. So the Dodgers then can really get down to serious business about setting a rotation and getting some guys some rest here and there. The Dodgers have been in prep mode really for the last several months for the postseason. Again, their focus is winning 11 games in the postseason and most importantly the final game of the year. Against the Padres this year, they're 10-3. and They've won 19 of their last 22, outscoring them 128 to 52. And Charlie, we may be looking at a different to San Diego Padres team because now they believe that they are in the hunt indeed to get a postseason playoff berth in the wild card. And you start to look at what they've done the last 12 games. They've scored 63 runs in that period of time. They've hit close to 20 home runs. And the point being, the offense is beginning to turn things up. They're averaging over five and a quarter runs now. If you look at the last dozen games, and they're feeling good about themselves. The Padres, they are in the hunt. 
course, Atlanta currently in the wild card spot. They may overtake the Mets, and the Mets would be in the wild card spot. Then you've got the Padres and Phillies within a half a game, one another. Milwaukee two and a half back in the race for the wild card. Tonight's going to be Dustin May making his fourth start of the year. Mike Clevenger, the Dodgers have beaten him twice already this year, making his 19th start of the season. And we'll detail that pitching matchup a little later on in the hour, Tim. All right, thank you, guys. We're off and running here on Morocco Casino. Dodgers on deck. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts coming up. We'll go one-on-one with Justin Turner. We'll check in with David Vassay, of course. We'll break down this pitching matchup. Your chance to play the Six Flags. Most thrilling play of the game contest. But up next... We'll hear from Max Muncy. Oh, he's hot right now. Home run on Wednesday. Three home runs and two games against the Giants. So he leads up to first pitch from San Diego. The start of a three-game series coming up. First pitch at 640. Thanks for being with us on this Friday night. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. Dodgers and Padres, the start of a three-game series from San Diego. Rain going through the area. Looks like it'll be okay to get this first pitch in. Dustin May, Mike Clevenger. First pitch coming up at 640. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Cars for Kids, your trusted charity for car donations. Also accepts donations of boats, RVs, motorcycles, and real estate. Call them today at 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS or online at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. You heard Max Muncy's three-run home run. He had three home runs in the series against the San Francisco Giants. He has the most home runs against the Giants more though than any other active player in baseball. Hopefully he can continue this in San Diego for these next three games against the Padres. But after that big performance on Wednesday, Kirsten Watson caught up with him. All right, Maxwell, three home runs in 24 hours is pretty good, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's, uh, it's not bad. You told us yesterday that you made some adjustments in the cage ahead of the game. How are you finding that now? Not only are they feeling a lot more natural, but you're really getting those results, and it's just more consistent now. Yeah, it's just allowing me to stay on top of the baseball. Um, you know, there with the home run, I was trying to get underneath because I want to get the ball in the air. We get the fastest guy in baseball in third. So just get it in the air, let him score, and, uh, you know, on an extremely hot day, went, went a little bit further. So take us to the fifth inning. Freddie is on first. You go up to the plate, decide to go with a perfectly executed bunt. Walk us through just kind of that game planning there from you. Uh, you know, he, he he's a really good ground ball guy. He's got a really good split. Um, they they kind of just left it open for me, and so my thought was get Freddie the second, let the guys behind me do their job, and uh, you know it worked out for us. Today was Kershaw day, and even though it was a very hot one, he always makes things so much better. Ever since he's come back, maybe outside of that first inning in New York, how have you seen him just pick up where he left off? Yeah, he's being himself. You know, he's, he's throwing strikes. He's he's uh, he's moving his pitches around, and uh, you know he's he's getting guys off balance, and he's just just kind of dominating everybody. And uh, uh, you know, unfortunately, he got uh, he got hurt by the weather today, I think. But uh, um, you know, he, he went out there and, and competed. Well, Max, as a team, you guys survived this heat. So congratulations on the win, and thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, there's Max Muncy hoping to keep that hotness going in San Diego despite the rainy weather down at Petco Park. This game will get underway. First pitch is coming up at 640. Still to come here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. we got a lot to get to. We're going to preview this pitching matchup with Dustin May on the mound. Looking to bounce back after his last outing against the Padres. We're going to hear from Justin Turner. Oh, he's just as hot as Max Muncy. But up next, we'll get you an injury report and we'll get the pregame thoughts of Dodger manager Dave Roberts. It's the Dodgers and Padres from San Diego. First pitch at 640. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. 
This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Dodgers on Deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Padres on this Friday night. Dustin May, Mike Clevenger, the pitching matchup. First to three from San Diego. First pitch coming up at 640. The L.A. Dodgers Injury, Injury Report. Report. Brought to you by UCLA Health. The official medical partner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, David Price on the IL with the left wrist inflammation. Gavin Lux on the, uh, well, on the mend, hopefully, as he's got his sore neck. He had a quarter zone shot a couple days ago. David Vasse will have more on that coming up. Tony Gonsolin is starting to throw from distance. That is good news. Dave will have more on that as well. Bruce Dark Gratterall continues to progress, as is Yancey Almonte, who is starting to throw off the bullpen. Mound, Dodgers with three relievers on rehab assignments. All three are close to coming back and helping out this Dodgers team. We'll see what their roles are. Tommy Canley, Victor Gonzalez, and Danny Duffy all in Oklahoma City with the AAA Dodgers. All right, let's head back out to San Diego. Get the pregame thoughts from the Dodger skipper. Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think... Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure? In the dugout with Dave Roberts. Dave, obviously the weather is not ideal here in San Diego. What are you hearing about first pitch? Uh... I think, as I understand it, we're going to be on time. Um, unless something comes in, then we'll be pushed back. But as I understand it, the goal is to get this one in. This is not ideal as far as the wet field to, you know, try to keep everybody healthy. Are you reinforcing to your players, hey, we got a bigger goal in mind here? No, you know, obviously uh, you're not used to this sort of weather when you come down here. Um, but I think once we play the game, we just got to play the game and, and try not to concern ourselves with the, whether the field conditions or the weather. What's the update on Gavin Lux? Uh, how is his neck? When do you believe he might be back in your lineup? Um, I just got word uh, it's getting better uh, each day. Uh, tomorrow he's going to do some swinging, um, which is encouraging. But, uh, you know, I, I thought that there was a, a chance that he could play next series. Um, and not even this series. So I think that as it stands right now, uh, he's still a week away from being in a game with us. Is it surprising the neck has taken this long to respond? It has. I, I think that we're all surprised by that. But uh, Gavin's getting antsy. Um, but there's just you know nothing we can do about it. These new rules changes that baseball is implementing for next season, a lot of different reactions. What were your initial thoughts when you saw them go into um, into the stratosphere officially? You know, Dave, I haven't uh, really dug in. Um, I, I think that I do know that the, the pitch clock is one of the things, um, and I think that players will adapt. Um, I, I think the shift is in play now, or the banning the shift. And I'm fine with that. Um, players, again, will just adjust. So I don't know the other rules. And right now I'm sort of in the uh, 2022 mode. Why are you okay with the shifts? Uh, first off, I, I don't think it helps to complain about it. <laughs> so, um, so I've just kind of resolved myself to feeling that it's okay. All right, there's Dave Roberts down the dugout talking about the new rule with the shift being eliminated starting next season. Brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plan's AVA PPO plan. Visit AlignmentHealthPlan.com today. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with David Vasse, who is on the field, working hard, getting you all the latest as we lead you up to first pitch. Dodgers and Padres from San Diego. I'm Tim Cates. This Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. <laughs> 
This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for LA Dodgers baseball. Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Mora here. Pick your party of Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800-962-CARS and let Pick Your Part hit a home run for you. It's the Dodgers and Padres on this Friday night, the start of a three-game series in wet San Diego. Dustin May and Mike Clevenger, the pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 640. Joining Tim Cates on Dodgers on Deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger Insider. David Bassett. All right, Dave, the weather's been wet all day. Looks like we're going to get this one in. That is great news. One guy who's really turned things around, Dave, is Max Muncy. Yeah, Max Muncy, three home runs in his last two games. Ooh. But a little concerning news regarding Max Muncy. Uh-oh. He had an injection, a cortisone injection, in his left knee after Wednesday's game. And he said the reason why his knee has been barking is because ever since he has taken off, he has a subtle step that he has in his stance for a timing mechanism. And they believe the pounding of that left knee, his back leg, has created some inflammation. So he had a cortisone injection on Wednesday. The Dodgers and Muncie felt like that was the best time to do it because yesterday was a day off. He's not in the lineup tonight. He won't be in the starting lineup tomorrow. Mm. But Dave Roberts indicated that he may be available off the bench. So look for Max Muncie to be back in the starting lineup on Sunday afternoon. That's the latest on him, and he's been able to figure out a way to reclaim his season, Tim. And I asked him a couple of days ago, uh, how was he able to separate the first five months of the year to get to a point where he's at right now? I don't know if I would have made it through this year with you know without without her and Kelly. You know, it's yeah. just getting to come home every night after the game, uh, whether it was good or bad, and you get to see them, you get to see the smiling faces. You know, it's uh, uh, I, like I said, I don't know if I would have made it through this year without them. Yeah. And he's talking about his uh, brand new baby girl and his wife Kelly. They've been a great support system for him, and certainly gave him perspective balancing baseball and life and being able to come to the ballpark and find a way and he certainly has found a way lately dave uh, tony gonsolin what's the latest on the dodger right-hander is he getting close yeah he's getting close sir i'm not gonna say <laughs> he's close i uh, talked to tony today as he was getting ready to go out and throw from a longer distance than what he has thrown from recently at dodger stadium he was throwing between 60 and 90 feet today He was out to 120 feet, and he said that's a good sign. And in the last two days, he's been able to throw without any discomfort in that right forearm. So he was encouraged by that. I did talk to him after he came off the field, and I think he was still waiting to assess how his uh, right forearm uh, bounced back after throwing from a greater distance than what he has thrown from since injuring that right forearm. And he basically doesn't seem to be in a panic that he's not going to have enough time to be ready for the NLDS. So Mm. he seems very confident he'll be able to get back on the mound and be help for the Dodgers in October. That is great news. Dave is brought to you by Ford. Now during the Ford Summer Supercharged Sales Event, rev up your summer with great offers on select Ford vehicles. You'll not only bring the fun this summer, you'll supercharge it. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer to learn more. Dave, looking at the lineup, no Gavin Lux again. Is he he okay? I was on the bus with him to Petco Park today, and his neck is still stiff, Tim. 
And Dave Roberts told me he doesn't believe Lux will be in the starting lineup in this series or the series against the Diamondbacks in Arizona. Wow. So the earliest that Lux will be back is San Francisco. And there's been questions about why the Dodgers did not place Lux on the injured list. And Dave said they're so far down the road right now, they're not going to do it now. He feels, and the Dodgers feel, like they have enough position players in a DH world to cover them. Dave, Dustin May gets the start tonight, coming off a rocky outing last weekend against the same Padres team. He saw the Marlins twice, saw the Padres got roughed up. How important is it for him to kind of bounce back on a positive note tonight? Yeah, the one thing that I've noticed from Dustin May, and I think it's a good thing, ever since that bad outing last week, he has not been in a good mood. Mm. He has been, uh, in some ways, angry with himself, the way he pitched and having lack of command in each of those last two starts. So I expect to see a very determined Dustin May on the mound tonight. And the big key is to see strike one because he has not had the command of his pitches in his last two starts. And that is something that pitchers that come back from Tommy John experience, Mm. they're on the mound, they're healthy, nothing is wrong, but sometimes the the command of their pitches come and go so hopefully tonight it's here for him on the mound let's hope so dave great stuff we'll check back in with you in just a little bit looking forward to your conversation with justin turner as well dodger fans i need three contestants because it's time for the six flags most thrilling play of the game contest 866-987-2570 you predict the player and the inning that the most thrilling play will happen. And if you're correct, you're going to win season passes to Six Flags, Magic Mount, 866-987-2570. Leading you up to Dodgers and Padres on this Friday night. First pitch from Petco Parks at 640. I'm Tim Cates, this Los Angeles Dodgers. Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Padres from San Diego. Dustin May, Mike Clevenger, the pitching matchup. First pitch from Petco Park is coming up at 640. The thrilling play of the game is brought to you by Six Flags Magic Mountain where Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world and the record 20th coaster, is now open. Rise above all else at the thrill capital of the world. All right, we got our three contestants ready to go. We'll start off with Mark. Mark, you're first up. Go ahead. What is your guess? Yeah, I'm going to guess with a hot hand. I'm going to go uh, uh, seventh inning with Justin Turner. Justin Turner in the seventh inning. All right, hang on. We'll get all your information. We go to Mark, who is next up. Mark, you're our second contestant. What's your guess? Going Trace Thompson in the fifth inning. Trace Thompson in the fifth inning. All right, good luck to you, Mark. Martin is our third and final contestant. Martin, welcome. What's your guess? Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be Cody Karashi one in the sixth. Cody Bellinger. All right, in the sixth inning. Good luck to you, Martin. Mark. And Mark, our three contestants in the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. Remember, conquer the new Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world. Rise above all else at Six Flags Magic Mountain. The Dodgers Road to Blue October. 
Dodgers' best record in baseball, 94-42. The Mets have the second-best record in the National League at 87-51. Their lead, just a half game over the Braves in the NL East. The St. Louis Cardinals have an eight-game lead over the Brewers in the NL Central. As for the three wild-card spots in the National League, because they're technically behind the Mets a half game, the Braves have the top wild-card spot. The Padres have a half-game lead over the Phillies for the second wild-card spot, so they got a lot to play for here. The Phillies holding on to that third spot, but just two-and-a-half games ahead of the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers are starting to make a little push here in September. Remember the top two spots get a buy in the wild card round. So right now the Dodgers and Mets, the top two teams who would skip to the divisional round. The Dodgers are driving towards a blue October, just like Californians are driving to beat COVID-19. Let's continue to stay healthy and stay strong. Get boosted. Visit myturn.ca.gov to find a booster near you. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with Rick Monday. We'll see lead chapter first pitch from San Diego, Dodgers and Padres. I'm Tim Cates, this is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino, Dodgers on Deck. On your home for the blue all season long. Dodgers and Padres from rainy San Diego. Well, it looks like the weather is going to be good for this first pitch. Coming up at 640, Dodgers baseball brought to you by Shakey's, home of the original pizza, chicken, and mojos, the triple play of flavor. Mm. Game night. Feed the group for about 10 bucks a person only and shaky. Still to come, we'll get you the keys to the game. We'll hear from Justin Turner and we'll preview this pitching matchup. But first... And now, joined by David Massey, here's LA Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger, Rick Monday. Rick, rain all day here in San Diego, and it's expected to continue through the night. What do these players on both sides have to be concerned about? Because it looks uh, pretty wet out there. Yeah, they might want to check, make sure their uh, umbrellas are operational. (laughs) And the the Padres want to get this in. The Dodgers like to get it in as well, as long as there's no presentation of a possibility of being injured. This field, first of all, drains exceptionally well. The question is going to be, how much rainfall will there be as we are speaking right now? Uh, it's in, in between maybe a little showers, but it's been off and on for most of the afternoon and uh, the, a couple of times during the afternoon. I mean, it's been difficult to see more than just a couple of hundred yards in front of you. So it's, uh, yeah, it's one of those things, system moving up. So we'll, we'll find out what neither club wants, David, is to get their starting pitcher warmed up and then there's no game or you only play one inning, but that's the problem that you have. And uh, we have been notified and said, hey, look, we're, we're basically on hold to try and work in between uh, rain showers. That's a great point, Rick, because the Padres are fighting for playoff position. Exactly. The Dodgers obviously want to keep their pitching in order and not overtax too many. So I guess that's the biggest uh, the biggest danger in yeah. starting this and game. And you bring up an excellent point is that all of a sudden now you look at San Diego Padres, they are in contention for a wild card spot. And realistically alive for a wild card spot when you begin to look around at different things and not to be overlooked. I mean, they've got a chance. They're just a half game out. Uh, Atlanta, no question about it. They're plus 11 for Padres. They're back a half. And then you look at uh, at Philadelphia also. They have a, a chance. Milwaukee, where on earth have they gone except yeah. into the tank? Yeah, certainly down the slide in Milwaukee for yeah, well, them. Yeah, we, we understand the slide's <laughs> not the way to go. <laughs> yeah, Uber, airline, even even a, a golf cart will work much better than, than the slide. I can confirm that, Rick. Yeah, yeah you take it right from the, uh, from the expert's mouth. Rick, earlier today, Major League Baseball announced there are going to be significant rule changes next year. Uh, which one stood out to you the most? Uh, there's one thing that, that I've talked about this before. 
And I think it's a bunch of malarkey, first of all, that somebody tried to sell us, and I'm talking about everybody that's ever watched a baseball game or seen a baseball, uh, this malarkey about, hey, we're going to make the bases bigger. Therefore, it will entice more stolen bases. I don't know who the, uh, the village person was that came up with that one. But please go back to the village and don't give us that baloney. It's not going to make any difference at all. If three inches makes the difference. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess that one got you yeah, fired up the most. Yeah, it, I've been fired up about this one for a few months, and I saw it in writing today. Um, the time, the pitch clock, hey, in favor. Check it off. Should have been here. Uh, the pitch clock's going to be interesting because it will also bring up a couple of other things. Uh, and that means that the hitters have to get into the box. And we've got some hitters as you look around, and there's one of them on the Padres, won't mention his name, that stays in the uh, on-deck circle until his name is announced every time. Well, that's going to have to change. What about the walk-up music? Guys can't wait for the second verse of the walk-up music. They're going to have to get their their rear ends into the box. Uh, I'm I'm not opposed to that. Uh, The shifts, not opposed to that going away. So you have to have at least two guys on one side of uh, second base, and uh, you have to have everybody with their feet on the dirt. Uh, here's something I brought up um, about a week and a half ago. If if a ball club is still going to say, hey, look, we want our, uh, our infielders to be able to have more range, how many times, how many ballparks, how many teams will extend the dirt part of their infield farther out into the outfield than what it is currently? And I bring that up because of what Trey Turner brought up um, within the last week or 10 days, that he got with his people they got with baseball operations, the Dodgers, and they figured something out because Trey Turner was, was wondering, he said, hey, there's some baseballs I'm a little late to that are hit to the infield. Well, they discovered is, look, the depth of the grass uh, where the infielders are standing is not routine. It's not the same in every one. So Trey Turner now will take steps between the imaginary line, between second and third, will take X number of steps to know how deep he normally plays Forget the depth of the grass that signifies where the outfield is. Well, yeah, that's interesting to see what the counter move is by front yeah. offices to these new rules changes. Yeah. And especially if you have a slow uh, infield, you know, the guys that don't have a whole lot of range. We've seen other uh, variances in infields, such as you think of Wrigley Field a number of years ago. You needed a machete to get through the infield grass. Yeah. Well, they cut it down real low if you have a, a speedy infield. You know, a ball club is, uh, does not have a whole lot of range. So there are ways to manipulate the, the structure of the field itself. First baseline, third baseline, does it bevel foul? Does it bevel to stay in play a little bit more? There, there's always ways to tweak your ballpark. It's not cheating. You're basically just building up the way you aesthetically want it and how it, how it functions for your team. Well, we'll see how it plays out next year, but for this year... Shifts are in play, especially tonight, Rick. Yeah, well, you're kind of a shifty guy anyway. <laughs> Tonight's Dodger game plan is sponsored by California Community Colleges. Create your game plan for life with a college education. Enroll today at ICanGoToCollege.com. Yeah. And I say you're a shifty guy because Charlie and I just discovered something about you. Okay. A Raider fan? Yeah, L.A. Raider fan, Rick. They're not in L.A., David. I hate to break this news to you. Well, they're in, in between now Oakland and Los Angeles in Nevada, so it's easy for everybody to get there. A Raiders fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Bo Jackson was my guy. Well, well, I understand that, but Raiders fan? 
Do you look at me differently now? Oh, yeah. yeah. Our time's up, isn't it? It sure is. Goodbye. All right, Tim, we'll send it back to you from a very humid and wet Petco Park. All right, Dave, I'm with you on the Raiders. Let's go. Still to come here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. We'll get you a preview of tonight's pitching matchup. Rick and Charlie will be back with the keys to the game. But up next, we go high and tight with Justin Turner. It's the Dodgers and Padres from San Diego. First pitch at 640. I'm Tim Cates, this Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of LA Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Padres from San Diego. Start of a three-game series. Dustin May, Mike Clevenger, the pitching matchup still to come. Rick and Charlie will get you the keys to the game. We'll also dive deeper into this pitching matchup. But first, David Vasse. And now, what will likely be Vasse fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is high and tight. Justin, congratulations on being the Dodgers nominee for the Roberto Clemente Award. I know it means a lot to you and Courtney. Well, before we try to uh, get into the important stuff, let's just mention the last time that you were on TV for a road game, uh, you ended up in the hospital. So I'm glad it's raining in San Diego and you can't go climb over the Tony Gwynn statue or something in center and try to ice block down the hill. So for your health. Maybe I'll slide on the tarp. Oh, tarp slides in. Tarp slides in. You won't. No, the locks at my house would be changed if I did that. (laughs) Oh, anyways, yeah. So, yeah, pretty exciting news. Um, finding out that uh, you know, I get to be the representative of the Dodgers for the Roberto Clemente nominee again this year, and uh, it's something that Court and I are very proud of and and don't take for granted, especially with all the great stuff that you know guys in this clubhouse do in the community throughout the season and the off season as well. You always talk about leadership when it comes to baseball, but is this an example of leadership for the new Dodgers on their responsibilities to the city? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I've had um, great examples set for me in my career with David Wright and in New York and then coming over here and I, I talk about Clayton and Ellen and what they do uh, for Kershaw's Challenge and Adrian Gonzalez and Betsy Gonzalez and what they did with their foundation. Uh, so I always had the bar set pretty high for me and uh, I think it's important to uh, help guys understand the, the platform that we're giving and how impactful they can be, uh, even with the smallest gestures. It doesn't have to be some giant, uh, huge event or, or uh, something with all kinds of cameras, but just even the little things uh, go a long way. What made you feel the responsibility to do what you're doing with the Justin Turner Foundation? Because it's not like you have to do all this, but it seems like you've taken on that burden to a certain extent. Well, I think it's something that, you know, even from early on in my career, getting asked by teams, by the Mets and by the Dodgers to get out in the community and and go into hospitals and go to schools and visiting kids and and doing things. Uh, The Dodgers do an outstanding job uh, in the city of Los Angeles getting out and they have so many programs and initiatives, um, you know, that I've gotten a chance to take part of. Um, But being able to have our own foundation and set up things on our own and do them, you know, when we want to do them, uh, was important to us, and it's something that you know Court and I have fallen in love with. It, it's uh, helping people and lifting people up in times of need uh, is something that I think uh, a lot of people want to do, but don't necessarily have the platform to do. So we look at the Justin Turner Foundation as 
an avenue for people who want to help, people who want to get involved but don't necessarily have that platform uh, as a channel to go through us uh, to reach out and, and affect people's lives. Yeah, it's a great thing and it's tangible. We could see the change that you and Courtney are making in the city. Speaking of changes, did you hear about the changes in rules for next year in Major League Baseball? What's your first reaction to seeing all this? Yeah, I don't think it's uh, really that big of a surprise. I think, um, you know, over the last couple of years in the minor leagues, there's been a lot of stuff being tested out, um, you know, with pitch clocks and, and automated strike zones and, and the bigger bases. And uh, we knew something was coming. And, um, you know, I guess it, it's getting put in next year. And uh, it's going to be something that we're, we, we're going to have to get used to. I know we've talked to a lot of guys um, who have gone down on rehab assignments and experienced the pitch clocks and whatnot. And, uh, surprisingly, a lot of guys actually were in favor for it. So, um, you know, anything that's going to make the game better and move the game in a better direction, I think is great as long as it's not affecting the results or the outcomes of games and, and putting that in jeopardy. Well, you're the perfect person to ask about the elimination of defensive shifts. You're a guy that has talked about and preached having different clubs in your bag. A lot of hitters have not had those different clubs and have not been able to beat the shift. Now, all of a sudden, baseball now has to put in this rule. How do you feel about the defensive shifts being eliminated because hitters don't try to beat it? Yeah, I think you can see it, look at it two different ways. It, it, you know, without the shifts, ideally, you're hoping to promote offense and seeing more action and more hits. But at the same time, I think one of the problems in baseball was guys, you know, trying to hit pull side homers which lead to more strikeouts and and less action and now i think without the shift it might promote or enhance more guys getting rewarded for trying to hit pull side homers and missing the ball and and rolling over through the six hole or rolling over through the four hole and getting rewarded for it so um i think only time will tell whether or not it it actually helps baseball i do think there'll be a lot more base hits i don't know if it's going to help us cut down on strikeouts though It'll cut down on your steps. You won't have to go all the way to second base. Yeah, yeah. I, it, uh, you know, we can't wear electronics on the field, but I, I'm pretty sure as a third baseman in the league will be happy that uh, they're going to not have to be running back and forth across the diamond all night. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Hey, be safe out there. Bigger picture, don't slip in this rain, or I hope the Dodgers and the Padres come to some cooler uh, heads here when it comes to this uh, wet weather, the wet field here. Not really used to uh, draining here at Petco Park, so be safe out there. Yeah, we've, there were some questions about how the field drains down here, and uh, I think uh, Phil Bickford asked, asked Bardo, because Bardo played here, and he said, <laughs> Bardo said, Bick, I played here for three years and never even knew we had a tarp. So uh, don't know how this field's going to hold water. Obviously, I know Doc and, uh, and the Padres will walk the field, and uh, Bob Melvin will walk the field and make sure it's playable and safe for everyone. And uh, hope to get it in, um, but also at the same time, you know, got to keep everyone's safety in mind. No doubt. Thanks a lot for the time, Justin. Stay classy. <laughs> Stay off the tarp, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, Justin Turner. Yeah, Dave. Stay off the tarp. We don't need any kind of shenanigans happening off the field. All right. There's David Vaste. Thank you, Justin Turner. Again, Justin Turner was nominated as the Dodger representative for the Roberto Clemente Award. You can go to MLB.com, Dodgers.com to find out more about that. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Metro, celebrating the real MVPs of Los Angeles. Our bus operators, remember to thank your driver. Leading you up to first pitch, Dodgers and Padres up next. We'll break down this pitching matchup. I'm Tim Cates, this Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network.
This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for LA Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Padres. Looks like there's a cell moving through San Diego around Petco Park. So this game will not start at 6.40 Pacific. Tonight's game will be starting in a rain delay. There's going to be a brief burst of rain expected to arrive shortly in San Diego. This, according to the Padres, they'll keep us posted when an official first pitch is expected to happen. But when it does, we got a great pitching matchup for you. And now, before the Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup. Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers, new vehicles like sleek new Camrys are arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. To see all offers or find a dealer near you, visit toyota.com. They make it easy. Dustin May will be the starter tonight for the Dodgers. 25-year-old right-hander, 1-2 with a 3.94 ERA, making his fourth start of the season since coming back from Tommy John surgery. Last time out, wasn't great. Five innings, he had six runs on four hits, including two home runs. He also walked five. That was in a loss to these same Padres last Friday night at Dodger Stadium. He's making his seventh start, ninth game against the Padres in his young career. He's 0-1 with a 10.80 ERA and five strikeouts. Mike Clevenger is going for the Padres tonight when this game gets underway. 31-year-old right-hander is 5-6 and six with a 3.96 ERA. He's in his seventh season in the big leagues, third with the Padres, even though he missed last year because of a shoulder injury, making his 18th start of the season. He has limited right-handed batters to a 209 average. The first two innings against starts against uh, hitters is pretty good. A low ERA. Opponents' averages are the lowest against pitchers in the American and National League. He has posted a 106 ERA in both the first two innings and a 167 average in the first and a 119 average in the second. So don't expect the Dodgers to do a lot against him early on. That's when he's the best in the first and second inning. Last time out, the Dodgers roughed him up. Three and a third innings, five runs, four hits as he took the loss. This is his third career start against the Dodgers, 0-2 with an 11-25 ERA. It's the Dodgers and Padres. First pitch is coming up soon. When we come back, we'll head back out to Petco Park and get the latest from Charlie and Rick. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Padres on this Friday night. Dustin May, Mike Clevenger, the pitching matchup. Dodger fans, we need the very best care for your child to go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Rank number one in California for pediatric care. Find the right doctor at chla.org. It looks like we're going to have a delay in San Diego as the tarp is coming back on the field at Petco Park. Let's head back out to San Diego and check in with Rick and Charlie, guys. Live from Petco Park in San Diego, welcome to Dodger Baseball. Well, the game is going to get delayed for a couple of moments as we speak. The grounds crew just putting the uh, tarp back on the field. It had stopped raining. The tarp had been off the field for well over an hour, but now some rain beginning to fall. Well, that's the bad news. The good news is the weatherman saying this is not going to stay around very long, and we will get this game underway. The Dodgers coming on 94 and 42. Their magic number to clinch the Western Division of the National League is just six. And for the San Diego Padres, they have infused enthusiasm 
having won eight of the last 12 games because the Padres now officially they're in the hunt for a wild card spot. So for Charlie Steiner and along with Jake Warner substituting for Dwayne McDonald as their producer engineer. Dwayne is on maternity leave and Charlie one thing we know about this grounds crew they brought plenty of guys on hand. There are 30 of them. They have been very busy but the weatherman is at least is smiling and say look this is not going to last long and we will get the game underway. When is the other question. However it's been raining on and off through the day today remnants of Hurricane K and at some points earlier this afternoon there were some torrential downpours here in San Diego then it stopped and then it kind of spritzed a little bit and then it stopped again and the tarp for the longest period of time was parked in the outfield. And then only about five or ten minutes ago, with the rain coming down pretty good at this moment, they decided to cover the field. The expectation is we will play. The expectation is the rain will stop because in world history it usually does. And when it does, we expect to be playing through raindrops uh, on and off through the night and perhaps a little bit of rain tomorrow. But this is pretty much everything that they had predicted would happen and at the moment here at Petco Park, it is raining and the tarp is on the field. And the big question is, when do they start and what the forecast will be when they start with uh, deference to the two starters? The good news is, is that uh, the grounds crew have been in complete contact with the local weather service. I mean, San Diego, Lindbergh Field, just a couple of miles away. So they could get some very accurate radar readings exactly what's going on. My point being is that neither one of the starting pitchers began to warm up. So they are going to be fresh when they finally get the word, hey, look, we're going to remove the tarp. The pitchers will have the full time in order to get loose. So uh, this is uh, both teams do not want to lose a starting pitcher. And the Dodgers, yes, their magic number is six. And for the Padres, as we mentioned too, Charlie, they're officially in the hunt now to try and get a wild card spot of the National League. Well, that's their only ticket into the postseason. They begin the game 19 behind the Dodgers. The Dodger magic number is six. So the Padres race is run and done in the Western Division. But in the uh, race for the wild card, you got the Padres and the Phillies and then the Brewers two and a half behind them and the Braves or the Mets on top of them. So those are, those are the teams. Padres, obviously, every game is of vital importance to them. For the Dodgers, they just want to get healthy, stay healthy, and be ready come October 11th. And speaking of the uh, the health, Gavin Lux, again, not in the starting lineup. And uh, that neck issue has really become something to, uh, to deal with. This will be a seventh consecutive game that he has missed. Had a cortisone injection. That took place on Saturday, and now we're learning that Max Muncy, who has been red hot, if you look at the last number of ball games, also received a cortisone injection in his left knee. That took place on Wednesday. So uh, for Muncy, he's not expected to play until possibly Sunday, the final game of this series at the very earliest. And for uh, for Lux, they're not expecting him to play until sometime in that series in San Francisco. That's the third stop on this road trip. So, again, it, 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 the Dodgers' priority is to get these fellas healthy. That's all that really counts. Muncie, really, we were surprised to hear the news today that it started to bark at him on uh, uh, Wednesday, and he'd gone six for his last nine and was hitting one home run after the next. Yeah, and a little bit different stance. We understand, as you know, he does have movement in the left leg, the left foot. Uh, kind of a stutter step to begin everything as the pitch is about to be made. Uh, he's done that over and over and over. It's a different movement 
than what he is used to and you're trying to train the muscles and evidently that's what has uh, really kind of been the precursor to a little bit of a uh, soreness in the left knee that's going to take a couple of days but the Dodgers have taken care of business if you look at their overall race yes 94 and 42 they're 45 and 25 in the road but they've taken care of business within the Western Division where they won 39 and lost only 14 yeah, the Dodgers have made the very strong point within the West and uh, they've they've got some time on their hands and they're also going to have some time if you look ahead it's diff- dangerous to look ahead but you look ahead and nonetheless it appears the Dodgers as it is right now they would have five days as far as a buy a layoff once postseason play got a direction and the other thing we were talking about at dinner tonight with a bunch of the writers and that is when you think back on this season again the Dodgers with their 19 game lead they're a season high 52 over 500 they have not played a game a must win game all year so then you throw that into the mix coupled with and again every team should have such a luxury five days off they're not huffing and puffing to the finish line polar opposite of what it was for the Dodgers last year how that will play itself out come October is another story that we'll be obviously following as it goes and the game plan for Dave Roberts because counting tonight there are just 26 games left on the schedule at what point in time do the Dodgers i.e. Dave Roberts say okay guys we need to ramp it up and put on our game faces when we start to look and sneak up upon postseason play so we are in a rain delay mode we will almost assuredly be back precisely when we don't know but between now and then for your listening and dancing pleasure we send it back to tim cates in la all right thank you charlie thank you mo david vasse will take over when we come back with a rain delayed edition of dodger talk dodgers and padres starting this three-game series a little later than expected Mike Clevenger, Dustin May will be the pitching match of Dodgers Magic number six going into this three-game series. When we come back, David Vasse will take the baton. Rain delayed Dodger talk right here on the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network.